Hi, how are you? Happy New Year's Eve. Gosh, it's kind of exciting that we made it to New Year's Eve 2020. I am so grateful um, to be spending a little bit of time with you. I'm about to <laughs> have a not so exciting evening. I'm um, actually, I shouldn't say that. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to hang out with my kids. Um, my oldest kid has discovered sushi, so we've ordered sushi. We're going to hang out, eat some sushi, and we're going to watch Home Alone 3. We've watched the first two um, over the past week while my kids are off from school, and so now we're going we're gonna to watch the final movie in the sequel. And you know, my kids, um, I don't think they know enough to know that this is going to be a terrible movie, <laughs> but they'll get to discover it tonight. I, I hope you're well. I hope that you are also um, about to celebrate in a really safe and quiet and serene way. And um, if you're bracing yourself, um, like I did for so many New Year's Eves, um, then I hope you just see your, your way through it. There's always, um, you know, there's always a fresh start tomorrow, and that's something to really be thankful for. So just, you know, take it 15 minutes at, at a time. I managed to go to an Al-Anon meeting today, and it was really helpful. I didn't share, I just listened, um, but there was such a good message in the reading, which I think was from hope for today um, but it was about how there's no right way through the program and you know the steps work in a certain way but each of us finds our own way to work the program and there's no right way but this is probably a good time to say that the program I'm talking about is Al-Anon um, but really it's any 12-step recovery program or any kind of tools for recovery, I mean, whatever that means for you. For me, that means recovering from codependency, um, an alanonic behavior, controlling behavior. Um, it's really hard when you love somebody who's struggling with addiction and you'll do almost anything to lessen the blows of the disease, which only makes things worse. And I certainly did that for a really long time. And it means you stop paying attention, at least in my, I stopped paying attention to myself, to my kids and to our own health. And so the past year, we've really been working towards recovery. And so that's what that means for me, but it might mean something else for you. So as always, um, my reminder is that, you know, I'm not speaking of any, in any kind of official capacity. I'm only sharing my own personal experience of, of strength and hope and recovery. And I hope um, that you find something useful here. And if not, take what you like and always leave, leave the rest behind. So last week I was talking about how I was doing like all kinds of searching on Ravelry for like Christmas socks and Christmas sweaters. And not surprisingly, <laughs> they are, um, what is the word? Not shelf stable. <laughs> they are a, um, ephemeral pleasure. I, um, I would say I'm done the challenging parts. I started, of course I cast on, I'm going with it. This is my new 2020 lesson find what makes me happy and to do it. And when it stops, stop. And so for now, um, I, you know, for a while there, it was really making me happy to cast on a Christmas sweater. I cast on the Betty and Judy Lodge sweater, which has this really great 
intarsia holly leaf design just like at the start of White Christmas. White Christmas is a really weird movie but the beginning of it is really lovely with you know the the title White Christmas with these two um, holly leaf branches kind of bracketing it and that is what the sweater is from so I'm kind of disconnecting it from its its movie origins and sort of just celebrating um, the kind of 50s retro vibe of that sweater so I cast on I even knitted it while watching the movie which is why it's fresh in my mind but I got a good bit through it um, and so um, the, I'm past the tricky parts of the intarsia and I would say I've kind of just now need to do the boring stockinette for the sweater so I'm going to continue and I told myself I would continue knitting on it tonight but January 1st, I'm going to put it aside and I'll save it for next year. I can pick it up after Thanksgiving when the mood strikes me again for a Christmas sweater. And of course, now I'm turning towards Valentine's Day and bright pink is on my mind. I um, pulled out this really great skein of yarn, a worsted weight. I think it's Plucky Knitter um, that I got through that stashing of a neighbor um, who just gifted me all this yarn and I gave some of it away and I kept some and one of the things I kept was this amazingly bright neon pink single skein of yarn and I knew that I would figure out what it should be and it's hit me now I'm in January and all I want to do is knit ex like acid bright colors I want to make I think I want to make Elizabeth Zimmerman's mittens out of it I remember seeing years ago on Pearl Soho's website they did a pair of her mittens I can't even remember the pattern name right now in a really bright yellow and in my mind I've always wanted to make it in those bright bright yellow but right now I'm thinking that bright pink is going to be perfect um, and so I think that's what I'm going to cast on tomorrow I'm looking forward to that and I will put away the Christmas sweater for next year no shoulds. I'm not going to cast it into... We'll see. I mean, you never know. There might be time when you want miles of stockinette, and so I can continue on it with that. But for now, I'm no pressure to finish it, and I'm going to really let myself just knit for joy. And so that's the other thing that I wanted to say. I know right now there's a lot of lists out there, a lot of just how many books people read, how many items people sewed, what their top nine favorited posts were or what their top nine goals are for the, the new year and honestly it all kind of makes me feel less than um, and so I'm trying to ignore it I'm really um, resisting any attempt to quantify anything productive from this year because I feel like one of the things that I'm really proud of is that I made time for recovery. I made time for knitting as a part of that and just for hanging out with my kids and trying to stay well. And that took almost everything I had this year, especially as, you know, my marriage ended and the pandemic took over and I was trying to provide for my family and keep us all safe in every single sense of that word. And I did it. We're here. We're safe. We made it. And I'm not really sure how I got here. And I don't really want to look too, too closely. Um, or I certainly don't want to look too, too closely 
in a sense of accounting. I do want to um, be grateful and practice gratitude um, and have that sense of abundance that comes with recovery um, so that I'm able to continue to um, participate and feel like I'm a part of all the communities that I want to be a part of, both in my neighborhood, both in terms of knitting and making, and then also in terms of recovery, and certainly in terms of my family, both my kids and then also um, my ex-husband or soon-to-be ex-husband who struggles with addiction, who I love very much and hope um, he finds his way to safe shores. So if you're out there and you're struggling... I want to congratulate you on getting through what I think almost everyone agrees was an incredibly, horrifically challenging year. And however you made it, doesn't matter. You made it. And tomorrow's a new day. And we get the chance to practice new skills and learn some new things and find new ways to make ourselves happy. And um, I think that's enough. So I'll end there. I just want to say thank you again. It is so um, humbling and awesome to have this community to to be a part of. And so I hope wherever you are, you're safe, you're well, and you have beautiful materials to work with. And you're going to knit your way (laughs) into the new year, whether that's on last year's whips or on next year's um, hopeful projects. The brighter, the better. Take care. Bye.